Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at T Fry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. What are you doing for the Avs game tomorrow? My suggestion, go to Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar. They have been an avalanche bar for years. They always have great drink specials. So when you go watch the Avs there tomorrow, they have two-for-one pitchers on Stella exclusively during Avs games. But here's something else that's absolutely awesome. They're happy hour. You just can't beat it. Uh, two-for-one on wine, well, and draft beers every day, three until seven. So if you're going to go over there tomorrow, you're going to hit happy hour, you're going to hit the Avs game, make sure you call an Uber because they will fill you up if you want. Just make sure you don't drive home. Also, they're going to have live music tomorrow night as well. They have live music every Friday and Saturday. No cover at all. You're going to absolutely love going there. And oh, yeah, they have a pool hall with 15 tables. Did I forget to mention that? Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. They have it all. Say hi to Chad for me. He's the owner. He's a big 49ers fan, Giants fan. Just ignore that. He'll put on the Rockies game for you. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Eurosport. Go for a test drive today in Denver or Parker because everyone deserves a luxury car buying experience. Or find them online at rmeurosport.com. With all this avalanche talk, yes, indeed, there is an NBA draft tonight. Our guy on the scene, I believe, at the DNVR Sports Bar is Harrison Wind. How are you, Harrison? I'm doing great, guys. That's exactly where I am. Thanks uh, for me on. How many drinks are you in before you joined us? Oh, zero. Come on. I, I wouldn't Nine times. <laughs> how many are you going to have when you get off the air with us? Well, it depends how well or poorly this night goes for the Nuggets. Well, totally okay, so if it goes well, that means you're going to have more than a few cocktails. So instead of asking you how, how you think the Nuggets are going to do, how many cocktails do you think you're going to have? <laughs> Period. I think I'll definitely have a couple. I think this night could go well for the Nuggets if, if they're aggressive um, and they do something to put them one step closer to winning a championship. I think that qualifies as very well. Will they just draft or will they move around? What are the odds of them keeping and using the number 21 pick unless they're drafting for somebody else? I could definitely see them using the number 21 pick. I'd say it's maybe... 60% chance that they do. I think there are some guys at 21 that they like that they think can definitely help. But, I mean, I, I know they are being pretty aggressive right now and, you know, seeing what deals are out there. Maybe if they could package both picks and move up. Um, so, I, it's going to sound like a cop-out, but I, I really do think all options are on the table. Okay, I agree with you, and, and every GM says that, whether it's yeah. for the Broncos, the Avalanche, the Nuggets, the Rockies, whatever. The one thing that I get tired of reading is we did everything we could to make a trade. 
And honestly, for the fans and even for the media, it does become exhausting. Are you worried we're going to hear, we were so close, we were so close? Or do you think Calvin Calvin Booth, who I believe is going to be more aggressive than Tim Conley? Because I don't think Calvin Booth is married to this entire roster. You and I have talked about it. I think Tim Conley was. I think Calvin Booth will be more aggressive, don't you think? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think you know Tim Connolly's default, if he was 50-50 on a decision, was let's keep the status quo, continuity, etc. I think Calvin Booth's default, if he's in that same position, will be let's shake it up and let's make a move. So I agree, and yeah, we have talked about it. I think he is going to be aggressive, and that's why you know you look at Monte Morris and Will Barton. Those are the Nuggets' two most likely players to be traded tonight or going forward into this offseason. Could one of those guys get dealt tonight? Like, yeah, maybe. I, I think it's on the table. What's out there that they could get and would make them a better team at 21? Well, I mean, there was a rumor this morning that the Wizards are interested yep. in Monte Morris and – a name that's been linked to Denver really for the last couple months that I've heard is Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Yeah, because he plays and defense. <laughs> he does play defense, and he can shoot the three. And so if you you know package Monte with one of those picks, you get Caldwell-Pope and maybe something else back from Washington. I think that's a move that upgrades Denver. Like I think Caldwell-Pope is the type of piece that that Denver's looking for to you know, bring some more defensive intensity uh, to the rotation. For those that don't know who he is, and I'm just throwing a name out there, is he sort of an Aaron Aflalo type of guy? Yes, but I think his role is a bit more defined. Like, Caldwell Pope is going to shoot threes and you know play defense. I right. think Aflalo was more of a, a go-to guy. Yeah. Um, Caldwell Pope, he would come here and, you know, be the fifth option and be totally cool with it. That's kind of how his game is built. Um, and I, I think he's a better, a little better shooter than a follow was. You know, Caldwell Pope's the guy who's going to shoot at like 39, 40% from three. Really good number. So you have, you know this draft, uh, certainly, and I'm, I'm not trying to embarrass myself. I'll, I'll embarrass Terry, so I'll just use Terry's name. You know this draft far better than Terry. And you'll know him far better than me as well. You know, I mean, you've been to the workouts over at Ball Arena. You've studied this stuff because that's what you do. With that, is there, and, and this phrase is used, unfortunately, like a punchline when it comes to every type of draft. You're going to get a lot of value at 21 with this guy. You're going to get a lot of value with this guy at 30. Is there somebody sitting at four, 13, 14, 15, 16? that is worth packaging those picks to go up and get? Or is it deep enough Or is it deep enough where you can wait? I think there's a couple guys that might go right before Denver that you know would be worth trying to go up and get. I don't know if it's worth packaging both picks, but the two top guys on my board for Denver are Jalen Williams out of Santa Clara, who's a do-everything 6'6 wing. He can defend, he can score. I think he has a game that Nikola Jokic would love. And my other top guy is Tari Eason, 6'8", forward with a 7'2 wingspan, who is one of the better defenders in this draft, can switch everything all over the floor. 
those two guys are projected to go, you know, in that mid to late teens area. Mm. Um, if you could find a way to go up and get one of those guys, I, I think that would make it a great night for Denver. You've you've indicated, and I think we've all indicated that that uh, Calvin Booth and Michael Malone have a symbiotic relationship. How will that? Will we notice any difference between that and the previous coach Tim Conley's administration? Well, I mean, we know Michael Malone. I don't think it's breaking news that he'd like to see more defenders on this team. And, you know, Tim Conley, a lot of his acquisitions, draft picks, have been offense first. I think you could say that when you look back at the Bones Highland pick, um, at some of the acquisitions he made over the last couple of summers. I think we're going to see if Denver brings on, you know, defense first guys in the draft or for agency and be a trade. I think those guys are going to be defense first. Be Cal- those think, will be Calvin Booth influenced picks. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think so. I, I think that's what, where he's looking. That's the, you know, number one skill set he's looking to check off and anybody he adds. And I think Michael Malone would be thrilled with that. Are there a couple of free agents? When you look at the cap, we know they're up against it. We know they're going to pay into the luxury tax. With the mid-level exception, anything, you know, you, you again, you know these numbers better than I do on what they can acquire. Um, I know they're not going to get a lot of big names that people know. I'll tell you a guy that I love, and I've loved him for years, and now he's available. I think he might cost too much. I've wanted P.J. Tucker on this team for the last four years. But he just he just passed up his player option for seven point five. So is there a guy at the very least like him that would make sense in free agents? A free agent I was looking at was Delon Wright, who's kind of PJ Tucker but in a guard's body. Yeah, he's like your combo guard at six five six six. Good defender, can switch between the one and the two. I think P.J. Tucker would be a good addition as well. I just I don't think he's going to come to Denver. I think he's probably going to re-up with Miami on just a longer-term deal. Um, but I think you have the right idea in terms of guys that they're going to be looking for. Defense first, can play a couple different positions, and, and aren't going to cost a lot. How good do you feel about Booth as a GM now that you know it, he has kind of settled into the position? I really like Calvin Booth. I think he's going to be really good. And like we've talked about, I think he's going to be really aggressive. I don't think he's going to be afraid to trade guys that have been here for a while that some people have grown attached to. And I think he has a very defined vision. Like that's definitely been my sense in talking to him. Like he knows exactly what he wants to do. I think he's confident in himself and it's not like he's a newcomer to know this type of role or, or this team he's been around for a while he's been i think in a position of power for a while so um i feel pretty confident i think nuggets fans should feel confident in him too as a goofy fan watching basketball although i covered the nba for 10 years in portland and denver i'm familiar with it and even the draft but i as just watching it i really enjoyed watching demarcus cousins play here this year yeah. and I, I even like to see them explore more heavily him playing on this on the floor at the same time with Jokic. What's his future here, Cousins? You know, if you just look at the impact he made last season, he is the reason why the Nuggets bench got decent or got good at times over the second half of the year. Like, he is he's the main reason why. I just don't get the sense that it's a 
locked that he's back. Um, I, I think there are a couple of things behind the scenes that happened that kind of made the relationship a little rocky. But you look on the court, and he was amazing. Um, so I think they either bring him back or, you know, they place a priority on getting another center that can make an impact because uh, the last thing I think the Nuggets want is to go into next season again with backup center being a question mark. So I think it might come down to money ultimately. If the Nuggets have enough of it, you know, they can maybe get him back. If not, maybe he looks to secure some more money elsewhere. A great night for the Nuggets for you is how many drinks? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's say five five that'd be a great that'd be a great night. okay so i want you to do me a favor okay before yeah. you take your first drink i would like you to take a video I'm, I'm being dead serious about this we saw that in the wedding that's right i want you to send it to me i want you to send me a video you holding up a drink and saying eric this is my first drink and then if they have a great night then while you're holding your final drink i want you to send me a video and say eric this is my last drink and i just want to see the difference between the two Harrisons. Will you do that for me? <laughs> I'll, I'll try to do it for you. I'm just letting you know I can hold it together pretty well. Either that. You know. e oh, tough guy, iron stomach guy. Okay. Either that. Right, or you, I, I, I smell you're stepping in. Either that or you have a shot every time somebody says that's a reach. Right. Value pick. <laughs> yeah, what would, be, what would be a good drinking game for the NBA draft? Um... The amount of times that somebody says Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant. Wow. You think they're going to be brought up that much? Yeah. Really? That, that seems how. Uh, they're going to be brought up enough for you to have a really good night, if that's your drinking <laughs> game. But right. maybe not enough to where it could turn into a bad night. For you. Or, or you know it could I mean? be length and athleticism and right. upside. Wingspan. That's a good one. Wingspan. That, yeah. would, that would get you about seven or eight shots, don't you think? How about value pick? Good value pick? Yeah, good value. Good value. Good, I mean, that's a Mel Kuyper line. You can get wasted in the first round because everybody's <laughs> a great value pick with that guy. Hey, Harrison, enjoy the draft. Thank you for joining us. Harrison Wynn joining us from the DNVR bar. Of course, you can catch all of his Nuggets coverage on not the DNVR.com, but the DNVR.com. On the same page, pal? Oh, uh, you know it. You Always know it. Thanks, Harrison. Talk, Talk to you later. soon, pal. All right, late. Harrison Wynn coming up after the break. There have been more than a few really impressive playoff runs in Denver sports history. Jamal Murray in the bubble. Terrell Davis. How about some of his playoff runs? Uh, how about, I don't know, uh, Patrick Waugh when he had a 1.70 goals against average on uh, 2001. Does Kadri, with what he has done in this playoff run, hat trick after death threats, coming back from a surgery, Scoring the game-winning goal. Is he even in that company? That's next.